Welcome to the best of seven presented by the big lead. I am Kyle Coster. I am not joined by my colleague Liam McCune today. He is feeling under the weather. It happens this time of season. Weather starts changing. The injuries pile up. We've had to go to a second string blogger here on a Tuesday pressed into emergency duty. I should be keeping an eye on that. And because of that, I will be keeping this podcast brief and to the point. Keep Liam in your thoughts and prayers because he has been essential to what has been an entirely profitable two weeks around here. We've gone 18 and nine over that stretch, responded to falling under 500 with real passion and vigor. And we are looking to continue that trend as we head into the playoffs, trying to, like all good teams, peak when it matters most. I'm going to be going through laying out the seven best NFL picks on the board for this weekend. Feel free to join along because we seem to have righted the ship. And if we keep winning at a 67% clip, everybody gets fat and happy and well compensated just in time to buy those expensive holiday gifts. The number seven pick on the board is the Cleveland Browns laying six points to the Las Vegas Raiders at the dog pound. And I got to say, I think what is happening here is Las Vegas is finally showing the cumulative effects of what has been a tumultuous year, a year full of controversy, a year of tragedy. We've kept waiting for this train to go off the track completely. It hasn't quite happened yet. But getting absolutely stomped by Kansas City is a good way to start. I'm not sure that Derek Carr is the most trusted conductor to find the path ahead. Meanwhile, Cleveland, yes, there are deficiencies in the offensive department. Getting those two running backs on the field at the same time has proven to be impossible. Getting Baker Mayfield without several parts of his body, either in slings, casts, or in ice baths, has been impossible as well. But even still, Cleveland is 7-6. and six. Their season is still alive, thanks large in part to playmakers on the defense at almost any position. In my opinion, when you have Miles Garrett, when you can get to the opposing team's quarterback, when you can cause big momentum-swinging turnovers, oftentimes for touchdowns, you're a safe pick to keep things close. I just think that the motivation factor for Cleveland is so much higher than it is for Las Vegas. I have the Browns by two touchdowns in this one. Feeling pretty good about it. Also feeling good about the number six pick on the board. And that's my Detroit Lions getting 13 and a half points at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Look, I don't care if Dan Campbell feels a team made of entirely electricians this weekend. And considering the injury issues in Detroit, he just may have to. What I know about this terrible team is that they will not get blown out in successive weeks. I don't care about roster turnover. I don't care about availability. I don't care about Jared Goff not being able to throw the ball more than 14 yards down the field at any given time. They are getting a Cardinals team that is coming in on a short week, cross-country travel. They just got embarrassed against the Rams. They're feeling down. Look for the focus to be just a little bit hazy at the beginning, maybe a special teams touchdown. Maybe Campbell reaches into his bag and pulls out a trick with a fancy double pass or something. I have the Cardinals 34 and the Lions 21 on this one. That's enough to get it done for the number six pick on the board. Number five, those Cincinnati Bengals. We love Joe Burrow. 
They are getting a point and a half out in Denver against the Broncos. And I get it. That defense of the Broncos is tough. Vic Fangio loves to play a dirty game. But Joe Burrow has shown the capacity to explode for big points. He's shown the capacity to win games when it matters most. And honestly, I trust his playmaking ability so much more than I trust Teddy Bridgewater's. And I understand that Denver loves to run the football. They want to play ground and pound. They want to play a field position game. I think that the Bengals, they have a quick strike capacity. I think that anytime Denver falls behind, it's a losing formula for them. So if Cincinnati can get on the board first, I like them a lot. I'm taking them by eight points to win. Certainly enough with the extra point and a half you're getting from Las Vegas. That is number five. Number four on the picks is the Dallas Cowboys giving 10 and a half points to the New York Giants. And let me tell you, the Cowboys looked really good until they didn't against Washington's football team. You're going to look at that final score. You're going to see the meltdown that happened in the second half, and it's going to make you forget everything that happened in the first. They are once again going to be playing a team that will not make the playoffs. It's going to be either Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm. I'll tell you, I don't like that quarterback matchup for the Giants. Look for a 20-point victory, which is more than 10.5 by my math, by any math. And Mike McCarthy, coach of the year. Anybody want to say it? Nobody likes that take. I don't know. I like what Mike McCarthy is doing with this team. He has the resume. He has the experience of being in a high-pressure spot. He's done quite well. They've weathered the problems with Dak Prescott's health, the contract sideshow. Jerry Jones, all of it. I think if you're a Cowboys fan, you have to be so happy about where you are at this point of the season. You make the playoffs, you can beat anybody. I don't think that there's going to be a lack of focus. We like the Cowboys. I know weird things happen in rivalry games, but you know what? We're taking Dallas. Number three, the Saints getting 11 free points against the Bucs. And yes, they are the Bucs. We won't lie, this is the riskiest underdog pick of the week, but it could pay off big, and here's why. Sean Payton loves nothing more than giving divisional opponents as much as they can handle, especially late in the year. The Saints don't have as much bite offensively, but they have a defense full of veterans, and that defense will not let Tom Brady steamroll them without a fight, even in Tampa. The Bucs beat the Bills last week, but blew a rather sizable lead before doing so. We're not going to get too crazy and predict an upset here, but an 11-point cover... In primetime, I think the New Orleans Saints can do that. Liam thinks it too. If he were here, he would chime in, but he is not. So we move quickly to the number two pick on the board, which is those Minnesota Vikings giving three and a half points to the Chicago Bears. And look, anytime you take the Vikings, which legally I'm not so sure anybody should be allowed to do, uh, but you know what? Consenting adults can make their own decisions. Kirk Cousins in the fourth quarter is always an adventure. You know this one is going down to the wire. But I am so underwhelmed with Matt Nagy's sideline demeanor with his inability to use that supposed great offensive mind in the form of putting points on the board. It's truly hard to figure out what the hell to do with the Vikings week to week, and we understand that. We just saw that with the Steelers, the tale of two halves, like a great book of the same name. Every week, it's what they do. 
there's some risk involved. That's okay. You don't get rich without taking risks. We're just going to lean into the dysfunction of the Bears out of the playoffs for yet another year. Mike Zimmer has that certain je ne sais quoi about him. Points will be flying all over at Soldier Field. It's going to be wild. I think this is going to be an entertaining game. We will take the Vikings to comfortably cover by a half point, 34 to 30. And that brings us to the number one pick of the week, the thing that you wait for all Tuesday morning when you do remember that we do this podcast. We look no further than those Kansas City Chiefs laying three and a half points to the Chargers in Los Angeles. It was fun while it lasted, this NFL, without the inevitability of that unstoppable Kansas City offense looming. Then they put up a five-touchdown first half on Sunday, and everything looks fixed by Patrick Mahomes, and he's magic, and it's just in time for the stretch run. Yes, Justin Herbert made a Cordell Stewart-like throw, one of the finest you'll ever see, showcasing why he is perhaps the closest thing to Mahomes in the NFL for the next 10 years. There's some concern about laying points on the road. I get that, but it's SoFi. Never forget that. That place is going to be packed to the gills with Chiefs red. I like Chiefs 28, Chargers 24. That covers, again, a lot of nail biters on the board. We are going to look like geniuses if they come through. We're going to look like absolute idiots if they don't, but that is the risk inherent with gambling, giving these picks out. Our record speaks for itself. Like I said, that was short, that was quick, that was compact. Liam's not here. I'm Kyle Coster. This is Best of Seven presented by The Big Lead.